Pennington is in the ring with me. I'm telling you right now, this fight is the same fight I saw with Father Morello when I was at the St. Alvarez's Church when I was 13 well, guys, years old. Oh. And to help call the action on this historic night yeah. is none other than, you ready, Chris? Yeah. Academy Award winning. That's right. 3-6 Mafia. That's right. Juicy J and DJ Paul. These are two gentlemen who are adults already. They should have jobs, they should have some sort of career goals, yet uh, they don't. In a TLC match, tables, ladders, and cervezas. Hello there, folks. Welcome to episode five of We Don't Know Wrestling Society X. This week, I this is the fourth time we've actually done this intro. Um, as Skype has decided to uh, cause world world chaos. Um, I love it. But I am joined this week by Ben, aka Boston Nuga from Twitter. Ben, how are you? I'm I'm do- doing as well as the last three times we've done it, but I'm doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Miss you, bud. Miss everyone in, within earshot of this. Um, I know some SCI people are uh, probably on this. Um. Uh, listening to this show miss them as well um don't know when we'll get back together but i uh i hope to see um any and all of you at some point yeah maybe by the time your daughter's graduated that uh <laughs> yeah. we'll all have been able to see each other again well you know last time i saw you probably she wasn't even reading and now she's reading really big words so um <laughs> time is passing way too fast in the world of my child frankly like it's um she she actually cursed tonight watching television and i had to stop her and i'm like oh dear god she's actually understanding the, the terrible words that come out of people's mouths the turn's happening um, how do we <laughs> the turn is definitely happening how do we stop this train from rolling um the like to thank the young bucks by the way for saying the word ass on television and her for finally understanding the bad words <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah well thank you for being on i know when i asked hey i'm gonna be doing some wrestling society x episodes you're like yeah let's do this and i was like yes let's do this yeah it's right in my wheelhouse um i came to the conclusion um very recently that wrestling is stupid and funny um and not to be taken remotely seriously and therefore wrestling society x is um frankly the preeminent promotion in the history of wrestling um, uh, basically ahead of Herbie Abrams' UWF. And uh, um, therefore, Wrestling Society X, it's campy, it's fantastic, it, uh, it lets everyone in on the joke, it remembers that, uh, that, that it shouldn't be um, this big, serious, tough guy promotion. It just, uh, it should be something to enjoy, to be enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. Um one of the promotions where the constraint really isn't necessarily money, but more so time. Um, where time is a, a huge premium <laughs> in this show um, as everything moves at a breakneck pace um, from the wrestling to the editing of the wrestling. to A cocaine-like speed, yes. Yes, to the angles, and it's just <laughs> like, okay. We cannot take our foot off the gas because if we do, um, we're going to lose something. It's as if our friend Lane is driving my car. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect analogy. Um, 
But that brings us here. I think I'm staring at a watch, uh, a clock, uh, as we approach the time where this podcast will either continue or not. And I'm very excited for it. It is um, not self-destructed. Yes, yes. The, the file will go kablamo. God um, bless. We've hit 46. Yes. Um, 946 in the eastern time zone. The where the, where time. the people live. Where the people live. Where the people live. Um, And that was the big win. So what we're going to yeah. start with is WS Extra 4. Um, kind of ease us back into this. Um, it's WS Extra for those not in the know. This is the online-only web series they did that was typically just as long, if not longer, than the actual TV episodes. Back when web series were not a thing, by the way. No, absolutely not. Um, you hate to say the AEW Dark before the AEW Dark. Um, but a lot of talent's going to show up that we've probably seen before. Um, so, yeah, we'll just hop right into it. Um, so, to get this started... Lacey, she's doing her own little rundown of, okay, here's what we got to do this episode. And Human Tornado. I miss, miss, miss Lacey. Can I just say that? And she was very good at this job. And Um, she was very good at a lot of things she did. But she was really, really good at this job. And she was, like, a benefit to the wrestling industry. I'm just going to, like, I'm going to make fun of a lot of things tonight. But I'm not going to make fun of Lacey because she was fantastic. Yeah, and specifically, probably much better than WSX deserved. Oh yes. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's, let's, let's not mention yeah, No, she she was too good for the show. Um, but he and Tornado breaks up this whole breakdown. Um, and he wants Six Pac because last episode, uh, Six Pac jumped him, took away his main event spot. Um, and that's the laydown for for the next upcoming episode. Um. And then he questions the intactness of Six Box John Waltman's testicles um, because of the exploding casket um, from Vampiro. I like how Human Tornado will always bring up a man's testicles uh, whenever he can. He's, he's, he's ball-centered, really. Yeah, it's a gimmick that we really don't have enough. We really, really don't. Um, but we'll get down to that match a little later on. Um. If your balls are still attached from that exploding coffin was the line. Oh. And, you know, that's a line that I use daily. Frankly. Yeah. Bring that up to your friends. Uh, yeah. You're going to be the the head of any party going forward. Sam, are your balls still attached from that exploding coffin? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were. Um, but some days I lose track. Um, and then we break down. Um, at this point, the unknown burned monster that jumped uh vampiro at the end of the last episode they just run the tape and the infamous fireball slash thunder beam that uh, just popped out what are your thoughts there it's the, it's the talk of the town <laughs> i had not seen this in god we're talking about 15 years now and i had forgotten what a ridiculous fireball <laughs> it was like the amount of like post-production ridiculousness that went into this fireball. Like if you haven't seen this fireball, you need to go back and see it. 
Because it's not like you, because you're thinking, oh, wrestling fireball, like Jerry Lawler, LOL. Like, no, no, this is like, this is Mortal Kombat shit. This is amazing. This is the best thing you've ever seen in wrestling. Yeah, it's absolutely Raiden. Um, mm-hmm. Just blasted him. <laughs> um, it's, what makes it better is than it was just a Jerry Lawler fireball. Um, I say just, um, <laughs> but the fact that MTV was not happy that someone got a fireball to the face. So they made them get zapped by whatever was coming out of this man's hands. Um, just the absolutely WSX is all heck. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, first match. Um, we get DIFH Jimmy Jacobs and Seth Rollins, aka Tyler Black, versus Team Dragon Gate. Um, what are your, what were your thoughts on this one? Also, do you know what DIFH means? Doing it for her. Okay. Oh, there yeah, no, we go. I was, was, I was deep into Ring of Honor at this point. This was this was my wheelhouse, brother. Wheelhouse. I was in Hammerstein Ballroom when Tyler Black was like drenched. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was the Briscoes were like drenched in blood during doing it for her match and like something. Long, I, my memory is shot. I'm old, but like there was there was a lot of blood involved and there was like a hanging of some sort or something like that. It was. But I remember doing it for her. I remember Jimmy Jacobs writing love ballads to Lacey. Uh, oh yeah, no, it was there was a lot happening there. There was a lot happening there, and uh, and and what I did not remember, however, was Jimmy Jacobs coming out to the ring, holding open his flip phone, and waving it in the air like a lighter at a concert. That was that was a moment. Yeah, I one thank you. It's taken me a very long time as googling <laughs> DIFH. Um, Transparently, was not a great use of my my time. Um, so that thanks for all that mis- mystery for me. But yeah, I think weird. Uh, love the flip phone action. Um, but just kind of weird character dynamics between those two. Um, and that's I think the WSXness where they're just like, oh, they're gonna dial this up to eleven. Um, and Tyler Black just loves to mosh. He just loves to mosh. He's a man with who's mosh. He knows what I do. Just moshing. Yeah, Masha's life. That's what his motto is <laughs> from beginning to end. That's his uh, character arc. <laughs> a Masha. Um, what were your thoughts on this match, just in general? Um, it's not too terribly long, for sure. No, these matches were, were digestible and short and fine. Jimmy Jacobs is better than I remember him being. Um. The Dragon Gate, this was part of the Dragon Gate craze of the mid-2000s, um, specifically involving Yoshino, where, like, everyone just, all you have to say is the words, the Dragon Gate Six-Man during Mania Weekend, and everyone's like, oh, yes, yes, the Dragon Gate Six-Man. And this was kind of on that wave. And, uh, I mean, they're they're crisp, they're flippy, they're, you know, but they're not, like, overly flippy. I mean, it was perfectly fine it was what i expected a wrestling society um x match to be um they put over the uh um the doing it for her guys um even though they flew over the japanese guys <laughs> job and we'll see that again um but no it was perfectly fine um I, I, you're um you, I'll, I'll i'll just note that you're not going to get a lot of match analysis out of me just because i'm going to notice the uh the other accoutrement but uh no the, the match was perfectly fine Oh, like accoutrement, like the announcers trying to get clips to talk about Japan for some reason. 
Um, you can tell about Japan. You toured in Japan. And his response was, definitely. Yep. <laughs> and then just awkward silence. Um, it was perfect. It was just a real winner. Was, but here's the thing. I actually looked up the album that they were promoting. Like, it was a huge album. Like, that was Pusha T. He's, like, apparently, like, a really big thing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Jimmy Jacobs was waving at a girl. And Pusha T goes, nah, he was definitely waving at a boy. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some, there's some real lax homophobia that there comes out. There was some out. lax homophobia there, yeah. Um, By all parties on, on their mics that, at that point. And I'm like, huh. Um, They're not being, like, super aggressive about it, but it ain't great. Um, One other thing I noticed about this crowd is that, you know, just there are some beautiful people in this crowd, both men and women. But I noticed that there were some especially attractive women in this crowd. And that is definitely not an independent wrestling crowd. Yeah, it's a fake crowd. Yeah, it was definitely like, hey, let's just find some models and put them in the crowd. And like, because like, I've been to a lot of independent wrestling shows, and this did not look like an independent wrestling show. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, You and me uh, rank as some of the the best looking guys at. uh, You, uh, not not I. (laughs) Absolutely not me. Um, don't do this to me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'm a fat bald guy with a beard who wears black t-shirts, which just makes me 99% of independent wrestling crowds. You and me both. You and me both. <laughs> I've um, at least moved into old college t-shirts, which makes me stick out from the crowd now. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's, and then the musical act, act also leaves in the middle of this match, which I thought was funny <laughs> for some reason. He had something to do. He yeah, he's like, ah, see you guys later. Uh, the, on, the Mac Brown side. move, if you're familiar with the former coach of Texas and North, uh, now North Carolina, where he would live mid, leave midway through games and just be like, well, I got, it's, it's been real, guys. I got I got a plane to catch. <laughs> you guys got the rest of this. Uh, I just mapped it all out for you. <laughs> um, Then up next, uh, they run back the Keeping It Gangsta in that 70s team segment, essentially just pretty much keeping only, except for maybe one segment, everything that Keeping It Gangsta did in that match, Um, which was just an improvement over the TV match itself, because that's all what I want to see was the cool shit they did. Let me say some stuff about Joey Ryan. Parody, redacted, parody, parody, redacted, redacted, parody, parody. Um, yeah, I think in general, we're probably going to avoid him. Yep. Period. Um, yes. Yes, we will. For a variety of reasons. He um, did take a disco ball to his, his member. That was the thing that occurred in this match. Yes. Yes. Ruckus also does a cool flippy drop kick to the noggin. Um, Ruckus did Ruckus stuff. Ruckus did Ruckus stuff. Um, Man, what could have been? What could have been? Because him and Baby Slim felt like, oh, this could have really been something in a season two. Oh, yeah. Um, But then we get kind of dicey here. It's the white nationalist tag team of uh, Luke Hawks and Alcatraz. Uh, the red bandanas. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they uh, uh, instigate a fight uh, with Keeping a Gangsta. Um, so next week... Or the next episode of We Don't Know Wrestling Society X. We'll cover that match, apparently. Uh, that got booked uh, on this episode. Um, To the back. <laughs> to the back. 
And the next uh, match here, uh, the main event of WS Extra, is Marcus Wright versus Jack Evans. Uh, they play a little segment that previously happened on the TV show that Riot really wanted Jack Evans to hook him up. And uh, Jack Evans said, hey, man, yeah, sure. And then just kicks him in the nards. Um, this is hysterical. It's just like, what <laughs> are we doing fan, here? man. It, it was, it's perfect. It's, <laughs> it's a good bit, if nothing else. Um. And Marcus Wright's finisher is called the Riot Starter. Just an all-time level, unoriginal, boring-ass name. Um, How did he not make it? How did he not make it? He was pretty much a carbon copy of Jack Evans, they would have you believe. Well, this is this is the thing I noticed. This is a very 2006 uh, wrestling match because they were both wearing, like, calf-length vinyl shorts. It was like, the look. It, it was in. Yeah, that, that was the look. Like that's what like every 2006 independent wrestler had was like the calf length. Like, you know, it had some sort of like tribal thing on it or whatever. Yeah, like everyone had that in 2006. Why aren't we bringing that back? I, <laughs> I really don't know. They everyone like secretly wants to too. That's the thing. Like everyone really wants just like dude. I really want to have like calf length tribal vinyl shorts right now, but like. Society is not letting me. Yeah, I want gear that looks like absolute shit. <laughs> when do we get away from that? <laughs> now every Tom, Dick, and, Dick and Jane looks like semi-professional when they go out there. Fuck that noise. Yeah. Like, let's get some loose-fitting gear that makes you look <laughs> about either three sizes too big or three sizes too small. And let's you skip leg day. Let's completely skip it. Not necessary. This is an upper body business. <laughs> Um, that being said, Riot is wearing a t-shirt, so you know he's not hitting the gym hard. Um, a blank black t-shirt, too. Just yeah. like, not, not even a Marcus Riot. under there. No if problem that with that. Today, I'm not shaming him. But. It would be a one-hour tease, Marcus Riot-branded t-shirt, even though he's had one match. Yep. Um, this is just a weird match to me. Um, mostly because... Commentary is just selling it as, oh, Ryan knows him so well. And it's just like a flub, 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 flub of oh, all these segments. So sloppy. So like, here's the thing. They could edit, like, this was, like, ostensibly the edited version. Like, they could have taken the sloppy stuff out. This was the best they had. Like, Jack Evans fucking clobbered him with, like, a cartwheel kick and, like, Missed a 630 by landing on his head and then, like, kind of missed the other 630. And, like, just, like, the, the the Marcus Riot guy just had, like, no clue where he was half the time. And it was just, it was, it was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. And this was, like, the best they could pull from this match. Yeah. And Jack Evans has had fun, good stuff on yeah. this show. So I would say the common denominator is Mr. Riot. <laughs> Mr. Riot. Um, Jack Evans is still the most successful Brian Alvarez trainee, though. My God. <laughs> what a legend. Prove me wrong. <laughs> I can't. Spot I can't. Um, but that's WS Extra. I think we're all up to speed. We've covered it all. Oh. We're ready for ep- the, the main episode. Episode 5. We got the quick replays of the last week's episode. We get the fireball again. Your days on Earth are numbered. Like, like this is how it kicks off. Like, there's going to be a murder. Like, a straight-up murder. 
I I did not remember the the monster Judas Macias. We'll figure that all out later. I did not realize they're gonna go multiple episodes now without saying the guy's name. Um, which was impressive for a series that's only gonna last ten episodes to go two episodes in a row of this big bad dude with a burned off face. No knowledge of his name. Um, but they show. I didn't know, remember that they showed an episode of. Uh, from Puerto Rico, where they had the exploding casket, um, which is probably a way better um, continuity than I would have ever expected from this promotion. Um, to go from the six pack master of the exploding casket to saying, "Oh, the big bad guy to fight Vampiro also wrestles him in a casket match," that we're actually going to make that pick a, a huge part of his backstory. Um. Definitely precursor to kind of stuff that feels like Lucha Underground would do um, without that kind of connection to the outside world, for sure. <laughs> you know, we have to make up our own backstory as we go. Like, we, we're, we're, we're sort of flying by the seat of our pants here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Can I make a point about Fabian Kalen? Oh, absolutely. I like the new and improved version of Fabian Kalen, whose name is Righteous Jesse. <laughs> I was gonna make that call out at some point. Um, I like some inspiration there. It has to be right. I I don't know, but I like Jesse better. Oh well, who doesn't? Yeah, better dresser for damn sure. Better, much better dresser. dresser. And, and t- we'll tell you to get in the pit much more than than Fabian Galen. And you'll believe him. Oh yeah, that. he means it. Um, first match. Teen Dragon Gate versus. Filth and the Fury, fury of uh, Matt Cross and Teddy Hart. <laughs> um, Teddy Hart is in jail. I just checked the Twitter feed. Yes. Yes. Um, for some bad Teddy shit. Teddy Hart. Huge piece of shit. Um, for some bad shit. I think he endangered a child most recently. Yeah. So. Happy's not walking the streets. Yeah, not walking the streets. He's uh, still uh, – and did you see his hair most recently too? He's even lost the spiky hair. His hair is finally just given up the ghost. Gone. Gone. Just totally gone. Like the, just like the male pattern baldness has just completely taken hold and just like there's there's not even hair to spike anymore. Good. Yeah. Good. Um, Hopping into this this bad boy. Uh, feel free. They wrestle like they're angry, which is – I don't know how to kind of explain that, but like, not that they're angry at the other team. It's just like they're in general, their mood is discontent. Um, but they're not like bruisers, so it's not like they're gonna take that anger out anywhere. Um, except Matt Cross doing planks off the corner, corner the turn post, which um, is impressive. It is impressive. I couldn't do that. Absolutely not. Um, I would probably pass out with the thought of it. Um. Can we talk about the highlight of this match, though? Hit, hit me. Okay, so the guest musician is something named Jibs. And Jibs, I, I wrote some quotes. Yeah, I like wrestling. Don't ask me what I would do. And, man, this is crazy. Just the most hard-hitting analysis of this match is just, like, fucking wild. It's like, you know, like, 
Horiguchi Nishino versus Matt Cross and Teddy Hart. Like, it's happening a million miles an hour. And he's like, yeah, I like wrestling. Like, man, this is crazy. Like, they keep trying to go to him to, like, pull something from him. And he's just like, man, this is crazy. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think the WSX musical guests are certainly more misses than hits. Um, so far, I think we've had one hit in Zach Wild during the debut episode. But since then, it's been bad. Just horrendous. Rough. This was real um, rough, though. Deeply like, not invested can... in whatever the heck is going on. And I'm going to be oh, honest with you. I did think you said his name was Jizz. So I did Jizz. look up Jizz, Jizz. WSX Jizz. rapper. I'm sure you did. I'm which sure you did. did not pull up no. anything good. No, Jibs. Jibs. No, I looked in the in the, in the, the closing credits to make ah, sure I got his name spelled idea. right. Because I thought I heard that, too. No, Jibs. J-I-B-B-S. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. Look, I don't want to be no, canceled. No, don't look up the other stuff. Don't um, want to be canceled. No. Um, the other best line from this was not even from Jibs. Jibs. <laughs> um... It was the line from one of the uh, one of the, the legit announcers who referred to Matt Cross and Teddy Hart as the single greatest tag team in wrestling today. Bold statement, which, I would say. Which is this? Which is certainly something someone could say. Someone in WSX probably would say that. <laughs> um, my personal favorite part of the match, though, is that we do get the Quiznos mm, toasty slamwich replay of the night. <laughs> that's what's most important that. to me. Um, that's good brand is there, placement. Is there a Quiznos near you? There's not a Quiznos near me. There was one near me, and it closed about God seven eight years ago. And I was kind of sad about it because they're like they made hot subs and they were not terrible. But then like a firehouse opened up in the location next to where the Quiznos was, and I completely have forgotten about the Quiznos because firehouse does it better and they have a Coke freestyle machine. Go freestyle. That'll do it. Yeah. Um, I can make the three parts diet lemonade, like to make a suicide. It's just the best. I live in Wegmans country. Um, oh, yeah. Which means oh, just yeah. like subs. Take these chains. Get them out of here. It doesn't do it. Um, My grandmother lived up by you and I went to Wegmans once and I'm just like, this is heaven. It's a beautiful place. Um, I have a deep affinity for pretty much any regional grocery chain. Um, but specifically Wegmans. Um, one thing that dated this show, I saw an AJ Pierzynski shirtsy. I don't know if you're familiar with AJ Pierzynski. Um, the baseball player? Yes, the baseball player. Someone had his White Sox shirtsy on in the crowd. Good. Yeah. No, right. He was an asshole. Yeah, he was. He um, really was. I, you need something to really ground the show into a time yeah. period, though, because it's very of time and place. It was very of time and place. And AJ Prasinski shirts, he really sealed it for me. And ne- next up, um, we have Lacey. She's with Scorpio Sky. Um, and she's cracking at <laughs> Sky saying he's most likely to succeed, saying, oh, well, is Seidel now most likely to succeed? And Sky's saying, okay, no, he, he sucks butt. Um, I'm calling out the guy who beat him, Jack Evans, 
And it's a weird promo because it sounds like he's trying to do a rock impression of some sort. Um, and it doesn't work. Um, when he's talking about his high school accolades. He's such a baby here, too. He's so young. Yeah, I think this guy is um, on national TV like 14 years later. Yeah, I mean, he's on AEW right now. Right now? This second? Yeah, wow. wild. Um, yeah, that's definitely, definitely a success story, I would say. Um, oh, yeah. And not maybe necessarily the person you would come out of this show saying, hey, He's gonna be a he's gonna be on national TV someday. He's gonna be, be on TNT someday. He's gonna be on TNT doing the <laughs> wrestling. If you told me anyone was gonna be on TNT in 2021 doing the wrestling, tag teaming with Christopher Daniels, <laughs> and yeah. Frankie Kazarian, and Frankie Kazarian because of course they will. Who would have thunk it? Not Seriously. me. Not I. Not this guy. Okay. But we do have our next match. Human Tornado finally gets his hands on Six Pac. Um, it's great because Six Pac clearly does not give a shit. Um, so Human Tornado's hometown, Hollywood, Alabama, that's actually a place that I've been through there dozens of times. Is How on is the it? way to Huntsville, Huntsville, Alabama. It's it's literally just a place you drive through. I'm not sure if anyone actually lives there, but there's a sign that says "Welcome to Hollywood, Alabama." Perfect. And then I'm like, okay, hi, bye, and I just drive through it on my way to Huntsville. That's great. Yeah, but it exists. Jeez. <laughs> um, but Six Pack is dressed up in like a button-down shirt, his leather pants, no gear. He is just he's, he's the here for a good time, not a long time. After a divorce. Yeah, for sure. Guess how old he was at this time? I looked it up. I have no idea. 34. Get out of here. Yeah, I thought he, like, you'd assume he's 134. Yeah, you'd he's ex- only 34 you would assume at least 40 plus. At yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah, he just started so young. My goodness. Yeah. It's just so weird because so many wrestlers nowadays are like, like Cesaro. Like, he's 40. Yeah. That's not possible right that can't be a thing yeah um it's disgusting AJ is like 40 what 43 44 like it's that always blows my mind when i see it they just keep going these days Mm -hmm. um 34 that's gonna be tough to not see every time i look at it now (laughs) seriously seriously it's 34 and basically washed yeah yeah um but he's definitely in paycheck mode here. Oh, yeah. Um, I will say this. Like, after the last, like, completely flippy whatever match, I expect – I'm like, okay, Human Tornado, we're going to have, like, two really, really flippy matches in a row. And this was at least, like, kind of brawly. Like, they mixed it up a little bit. Like, they threw a little bit of hatred in there. Like, it was still kind of flippy, but it was, like, not as flippy as it could have been. Mostly because X-Pac probably couldn't do it. But – I don't know. They, they they like they threw like more psychology than you'd expect from a wrestling society X match. I'll just say that. Oh, absolutely. And that and I think it part of it is because like you don't usually see the brawling. It feels like yeah. Any brawling that may have a ca- happened in any of the other episodes that is a cut 
to the next spot. Like, I mean, that's dead air. If you're not yeah. doing a spot, just kill that. Um, but, like, when human tornadoes just throwing hands on the outside. Um, and we see one sustained take of, like, three seconds of him doing that. Um, you're like, oh, what are we doing here? This is not the Russell yeah. Society X I'm usually watching. <laughs> um, I'm usually watching um, Kevin Dunn levels of camera splits, but not because, like, you're doing it between the spots because you only have a spot that's going to last one second and then you're going to move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't mind this. I, was, I thought this was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I just find it very funny that it did not look like Xbox could be bothered to be into gear or really just do anything um, beyond any wins. And he does like a f- pie face for his pin with him gyrating his groin towards yeah, Tornado. He was, um, he was very much playing the hits. Yeah, absolutely playing the hits and absolutely like, hey, this guy doesn't belong in the ring with me for real. Um, this is like a lack of giving a crap about how Tornado looked in comparison to him looking just like he couldn't care less. Um, but I got nothing else on here. You got anything else to no, say that's, here? That's, that's, that's all I got on that. Yeah. Um, then next up, and this is just, this is some WXXX, WSXNess. You got the Dragon Gate boys in the back. And then this man in this black suit, black, uh, sunglasses on the inside, um, says, Hey, you're, you've ashamed us. We're going to reprogram you. Reprogram you. You're losing too much. Tosses into a van with other folks in it. And they're off. What the hell, which Ben? Be like, which would be repeated by NXT years later. It'd be repeated by NXT DNA as well. Oh, T- oh, TNA too. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, with the uh, Samoa Joe. <laughs> That's right. Um, WSX uh, real trendsetters. You would think. I mean, this is not going to be even the fact that this is not the wildest thing that happens on this episode is mind-boggling. Oh no, kidnapping's like. 15th on the list here. Yeah. As we'll go, we'll get into with this next match. Like, no, kidnapping is like not even the thing we're most concerned about in that 15 minute time segment. Exactly. Um, and that's WXS baby. Everything <laughs> is just up in each other. Um, but then we move on to the main event, um, which just honestly on paper, weird main event, uh, daily keto versus anarchist, Eric, Canon, main eventer Delikito. That's just Delikito is B boy under a mask. Is um, it really? Was it really? Yeah, I did not know that. There you go. Oh my god, you blew my mind. <laughs> um. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, keeping up with the West Coast themes of this promotion. Okay, that makes all the sense in the world now. I'm like, okay, this guy is way better for someone than I like didn't realize who it was. <laughs> um God Yeah. It. And it's weird because we're now episode five. We are halfway through the existence of this series, and we are debuting more folks. Um Eric Cannon got like a promo package last episode that was pretty garbage. Um we have never heard of Doug Keto. And they are not talking him up really in the slightest. 
um, except maybe the musical act on this episode. Um, I it, this match doesn't really last long. But what what were your thoughts of it until we get to the the crescendo here? Well, this is why I didn't know Delaquito was anybody I knew because. Delaquito was was masked and had his mouth covered, and the announcer said, quote, he's been involved with so many crimes that he doesn't want to talk. So that was a thing. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Do we just want to cut straight to the finish? Because the finish is the highlight of this match. Yeah, do, like you, want, do you want to do me the favor and breaking it down for us a little bit? Oh, oh, oh. so... Well, you could break down the wrestling part, and then I'll just talk about uh, his friends. Um, I mean, there's there's not a ton of the wrestling part. You get Eric Cannon, who hits this nasty backdrop driver, where Delikido pretty much just lands on the whole noggin. Um, and then some men hit the ring, wielding a wheelbarrow. <laughs> some guy with like the best possible version of the Hulk, some some older guy with the best possible version of the Hulk Hogan must like horseshoe mustache has a wheelbarrow and it's full of what's supposed to be cement but it looks more like the slime that my kid makes it's beautiful it was beautiful and it's like it's not like it's it's more of like a a sky bluish hue yeah, like, and again like, this is another one of situations where WSX is not really hindered by the money it would take to figure it's no. more hindered by the imagination it would take to figure out, okay, how do we make more realistic looking cement? No, this is definitely cement. Nickelodeon slime. Yes. <laughs> they didn't have the That's answer. So we and get then this. they just dumped Eric Cannon's face and hair into the slime, and he was rendered dead by this. And then they pulled out. I mean, what was it? A salmon? I was thinking some sort of koi, but sure. Was it a koi? Salmon. Okay, it could have been a koi. No, koi is probably more accurate. Yeah. No, you're right. No, it was a koi. It was a koi. It was an it was like orange fish of some sort. Yeah, it was like a pinkish orange yes. fish, and they just laid it on his chest, like a supposed to sleep with the fishes sort of thing. Um, um. But it felt like the commentators were insinuating that they were Italian. Which did not feel correct in the slightest. <laughs> no. Then they said these cholos they don't play. Okay. Like, Sam, you and I are, are men of Italian descent. Like we, I, I like to think that our people have moved past putting koi on people's chests. First of all, but uh, we've also never been called cholos. I don't think. I don't believe so. Not in no, my lifetime. Not so much. Um, this is really just beautiful and all it was, it, its glory. It it was art. Um, and, and part of that is because, like, the wheelbarrow guy does not come out necessarily with all the other guys. It is. Oh. The guys come out. There's some beating down. And then he pops up. Um, you're well, just like, a wheelbarrow. what the hell's going on? And then you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, and the fish really just cinches it. I didn't see the fish at first. Like, the fish just kind of, like, magically emerged from his person. Yeah, it definitely came out of his, like, his, like, jumpsuit. Whoa, he has a fish. Like, it's like, wow, like, magic fish. Where do you come from? Why do you have this fish? Just <laughs> yeah. on you. 
Like, he's just been holding this fish his entire life waiting for the moment. This was the moment. He took full advantage. He took full advantage of the moment. And it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. And it was just impossible to make sense of. <laughs> um, I have no idea if Eric Kennett will be considered dead. Because of this in future episodes, we will see. It, this was this was amazing. See, I, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, this was this was a lot of WSX. <laughs> um, you get some classic six pack. You've got wheelbarrows full of slime. Look at, I mean, you get slimy six pack. You get actual slime. Yes. You get Teddy Hart, who is like slimy personified. There's just slime everywhere. And then you have your new favorite wrestler, Marcus Riot. Marcus Ryan. <laughs> Everyone's new fave. Check him out. Hit up some MySpace. <laughs> yeah, and now I can only think he's definitely a guy that I can just I can envision his MySpace page, which is making this worse for me. Oh God. Um, but that's it. That's we're here. Um, this has been great. Highest of recommendation. Highest of recommendations. If you do nothing else, make sure you watch this Delikito versus Eric Cannon match from beginning to end completely. Or end to end. Really. Um, you will see all of the glory that this promotion really has to offer in that span, I think. Like if you just like if someone's wondering, like, hey, so what is WSX? Just watch the last six minutes of the Delikito Eric Cannon match, and then you'll get it. Couple head drops and chaos. Um, yes. That's what I want out of my wrestling promotion. Um, I wish it was August 1 warning every day. Um, Benny, any other words? Otherwise, we can wrap this up and uh, maybe do some plugs. I, I, I just, just thank you. Just thank you. And I don't have any plugs. Just um, maybe eventually people will see me at a show. Um, I'm Boston Nuga on Twitter. Um, add me or don't add me. Um, I make a lot of jokes and I'm never really serious about anything. Um, Your tweet game has improved this year. Well, I've had nothing to do. Frankly. Yeah. I think people are, <laughs> people are really talking about it. Thank you. Pandemic. I appreciate it. <laughs> owning the, owning your craft. <laughs> Thank you. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Being, being stuck in the house for a, literally a full year. will do that to you. <laughs> oh, I would, don't say that. Uh, March to March. Running the Seriously. wire. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Ben, thank you for being on. Um, for everyone else, thank you all for listening. Go follow the podcast feed at WDKWPN. We don't know wrestling podcast network. Um, we have now multiple podcasts in the feed that are going to be a lot more intellectual than this one, um, but are incredibly worthy of your time um, i subscribe and they're all very good legitimately very good yes they are admittedly gonna be much better than than me as a person um not much better certainly not me. as good as ben um, no certainly footing, better than people me. Footing. um but that's that um again ben thank you for being on and thank you all for listening